Hey hockey fans, I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. We host the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. We're lifelong hockey fans who talk about the game and the lifestyle. Our guests include professional hockey players. My rookie party had to wear Speedo and then we had a checklist of stuff we had to do. Here we go, Gaber. What do you got to say? And it's kind of like, <laughs> you know better than that now, boys. I got dressed for the Bruins. You get a phone call. He's like, dude, we need you over here by the elevator. You got to get downstairs. You got to get dressed right now. I started playing the like, dun, 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 and I turned it around and it had the Olympic rings and said, we did it. NHL team hockey reporters. I actually took the Stanley Cup to this ice bar where they've got now girls around them and I've got a fur coat on. <laughs> I wonder who, who he shoot checked over here. <laughs> and then <laughs> I looked down at my feet. Hockey fans. The entire bar was lined with guys in Kings jerseys. We quickly realized, oh my gosh, this is the dad's trip. And we bring unique hockey stories to light. Coming back to England, 24 rings in the entire country. That's where the problem starts with the sport of ice hockey here. Canadian Blind Hockey Association, those few kids we interviewed, their whole week is built around Sunday at the rink. They're just hockey players. We don't agree on everything. Pineapple goes on pizza. <gasps> no, it does not. <laughs> I think it does. Well, we do agree that there are many people and places that build the House of Hockey. New episodes every Tuesday. Come on in to the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. The second round is in full swing and the action increases from game to game. This is where the contenders are separated from the pretenders. To give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free-to-play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering a free shot up to $10,000 in total prizes. That's up to $10,000 in total prizes up for grabs every single day. Day. The best part of it is that it's free to play. DraftKings free to play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during today's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome to episode 51 of season 2 of the Kingston, as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I am your host, Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much here for joining us for once again, episode 51 of season 2 of the Kingston. 
Before we get started, we got a lot to talk about. Before we get started, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review to not only the Kingston, but to every other amazing podcast around the Hockey Podcast Network. Because everyone is just killing it, doing so well, especially the teams that are still in the playoffs. But everyone's doing amazing, so check them all out. Uh, podcasts for every single team and original shows as well. I believe we just signed a new junior podcast as well, junior hockey podcast as well, the network did. Very exciting times here, so go check all the great podcasts here at the Hockey Podcast Network. Let's get started. This is a big one for Kings fans because just a few moments ago, the draft lottery finished. The draft lottery went down, it came and went. And let me tell you, let me tell you, this one was a bit of a disappointment. First of all, let's just get it out of the way. Your LA Kings, same spot they got projected in, drafting 8th overall. Now we'll get to that in a second. I want to talk about this though for a second. What? A boring draft lottery. There was only movement was Seattle Anaheim flip-flopped. That's it. So going into this, going into the draft lottery, the projections 1 through 16 were Buffalo, Anaheim, Seattle, New Jersey, Columbus, Detroit, San Jose, LA, Vancouver, Ottawa, Arizona, which they were forfeiting their pick, Chicago, Calgary, Philly, Dallas, and the New York Rangers. The draft lottery went in the exact same order except for the fact that Seattle and Anaheim switched. So Seattle will be picking second overall and Anaheim will be, will be picking third overall. What a boring draft lottery. I know it's a lottery. This can happen. But man, usually we've had some excitement, some draft lotteries, you know? We've had change. And this just didn't happen this year. It was just, I was so much looking forward to excitement, to some change. And the lottery balls said no this year. Did the NHL have something to do with it? Who knows? Remember that one year when that Swedish broadcast exposed the order already? That was hilarious. But just what a boring draft lottery. Only one change. Seattle and Anaheim. That's it. I was so excited for change. I was seeing. I know people were playing with tank, Tankathon and the draft simulator. Seeing if LA can move up, seeing if any team can move up. LA had a 5.8% chance at first overall and 11.8% chance at being in the top two. They are sticking at eighth. But it, just what a boring draft lottery. I thought it was going to be a lot more exciting than that. But let's get to the San, to the LA Kings. Sorry, San Jose is right ahead of LA. Let's get to, the, to your LA Kings because they are drafting eighth overall. And let me tell you, the history of 8th overall isn't that great of late. It, it just isn't. Let's get into it. If you look at the history of 8th overall, last year, it was Jack Quinn to Buffalo. The year before that, it was defenseman Philip Broberg to Edmonton. 2018, it was Adam Boquist to Chicago. He's been playing okay. 2017, Casey Middlestat to Buffalo. He was a guy people were so high on. He hasn't really worked out that great. 2016, 8th overall was Alex Nylander 
to Buffalo, I believe, as well. When's the last time you heard that name? Alex Nylander. 2014 and 15, they were good. 2015, Zach Wierniewski. 2014, Willie Nylander. So, that's a little better. But you get to other ones. 2013, Rasm- or Rasmus Ruslinen. That's a good one. 2012, Derek Pouliot. Oh, my God. 2011, uh, sorry, Sean Couturier. Okay, better. 2010, Alex Burmistroff. Oh, God. 2009, 8th overall, was Scott Glennie. I got to tell you, I saw this list. This is the first time I've ever heard that name. 2008, Mikel Boker. 2007, Zach Hamill. 2006, Peter Mueller. 2005, Devin Sidiguchi. A little better. Then you go down the list. A couple bigger names. 03 was Braden Corburn. 9, 99 was Taylor Pyatt. Not the greatest name, but fan favorite here in Vancouver. The biggest name, like 1988, Jeremy Roenick. And 81, Grant Fear. But as you can see, uh, 1995, 8th overall was Terry Ryan. Shout out. Tales with TR podcast here right at the Hockey Podcast Network. Check it out. Eighth overall. It doesn't have the greatest history. So, what do the Kings do from here? They have eighth overall. Look at the mock drafts. Who do you want? Is there any player you want in particular? Because also, this isn't the greatest draft. This is not the greatest draft this season. So, would you like... A forward, a defenseman, a goalie, because there is a goalie in the conversation here. Best player available, or would you trade it? Do, do you trade it to Buffalo in a Jack Eichel trade? And then Buffalo has one and eight in the top in the draft? That could work. Especially if you want Eichel and you can mix first overall in. They have one and eight in a draft that isn't very good. You could win that. And I know I've been very 50-50 on an Eichel trade for the Kings, but just think about that for a second. You trade 8th. Uh, you can get that deal done without Byfield. We've talked about it before. You can trade now that we know it's 8th overall and other players, other young players to Buffalo for Eichel. You can get that done easily. Easily get that done. But let's look at the players for a second. Again, it's not the greatest draft. Owen Power, he's projected to go number 1. He's been playing great at the World Hockey Championships in Latvia for Team Canada, playing with Velarde and Walker. The one that... I want to talk about this, because our guy, Russell Morgan, that we've had on a couple times, he tweeted this out, that he would like Kent Johnson, who I like a lot, University of Michigan, 6'1", 170, center. I like him a lot. And that's just a great hockey name, Kent Johnson. Sounds like he should be... Uh, a news anchor as well. Kent Johnson reporting live. The other one that our guy, Russell Morgan, tweeted about is Jasper Wallstead. And he's a goalie. And you say to yourself, oh, we have Cal Peterson. And we have a couple other goaltenders in the works. And Cal Peterson is going to be a stud. Yes, Cal Peterson is gonna is, is a stud. And he's only going to get better. Cal Peterson is tw- is going to be 27 during next season. You draft this kid, Jasper Wallstad, he's 18. He has lots of time to grow. And he's been a stud in the Swedish league already at 18. He's the guy that could just grow and get better and better 
a lot of people like him. You don't often see goalies in a top projected six overall. So is that a guy that the Kings could be interested in? Maybe. Maybe so. Something very interesting to look at. But I really like what our guy Russell Morgan tweeted about as well. Kent Johnson or Jasper Wallstad. Because, like, Cal Peterson turns 27 next year. You could get something for him. You could easily get something big for him. And you can lock up your goaltending with Jasper Wallstad. And I know you can look at the other side of it. Look at a guy like Jacob Markstrom. Didn't get elite till he was 29-30. And Cal Peterson is ahead of that, obviously. But it's an interesting debate on what should happen. So Kings fans, I know it's day one. I know we still have, what is it, over a month until the draft and the expansion draft. But let us know what you think. Tweet at us, at the Kings and THPN, who should the Kings go after in the draft at 8th overall, or should they trade it? It's interesting. Very interesting. There's other names that could be available as well. And is there anything you want out of this draft? I'll tell you what I want out of this draft. And I'm not talking about the Kings for a second. I'm just talking about in general. New Jersey has 4th overall. Vancouver has ninth overall. New Jersey has Jack Hughes. Vancouver has Quinn Hughes. The third brother, Luke, is in this year's draft. And I've seen him anywhere projected from like 2nd to 8th. So, could either one of the teams go for him? Could New Jersey or Vancouver go after Luke so he can play with one of his brothers? It's possible. Because Luke could fall. I think this year it's going to be so different because there hasn't been as much hockey played in the junior ranks because of COVID and such. And interviews haven't really been in person. They've been more, you know, over Zoom, over video. So, could that happen? I'd love to see that happen. You guys know I talk about the LA Kings here, but I live in Vancouver. I grew up a Canucks fan. I would love to see the Hughes brothers together, especially, as you know, we have the rich history in Vancouver of having the Sedin twins. Having a, having brothers on the team, I think, would be awesome. And to have Luke join Quinn on the defensive end, that'd be elite for Vancouver. That really would be. I would love that. And this, and this one that I have up right now, Luke Hughes' draft, is, uh, it says it's going to be his third overall to Anaheim. But I really think he should go to Vancouver and New Jersey. I really think if Luke falls to New Jersey or Vancouver, they should do that. Absolutely. Again, also in a draft that isn't as great, that's pretty much a best player available draft, do that. Absolutely. On this draft, back to the Kings for the second, on this draft that I have up right now, this mock draft, it has Dylan Gunther going to LA in this draft ahead of Kent Johnson. Kent Johnson would go to Vancouver in this mock draft I have up right now. Dylan Gunther would go to LA, who is 6'1", 175, and a right winger. Maybe the next series I'll do will be about the top 10 picks to see who could go to LA, the little deep dive into them. Maybe I'll do an episode like that closer to the draft to see what could happen. Or, again, if they trade the pick, what could happen? Would you be okay with them trading the pick? Any of this, any of these ideas, tweet at us at the Kingston THPN and let us know what you think.
Now, we got to talk a bit of the NHL playoffs before we let you go. Because... <laughs> the Toronto fucking Maple Leafs choked again. I'm sorry. It is funny. I won't lie. It is funny. It is. It just is. They choked. They looked... Oh, they looked almost lifeless in that 3-1 loss to the Montreal Canadiens in Game 7. They didn't score until there was a minute and a half left. Shout out to Tyler Foley scoring an empty netter. What a season he's had for Montreal. What a series he had for Montreal. The Montreal Canadiens beat the Toronto Maple Leafs and move on to face the Winnipeg Jets in the second round. So, Tyler Foley against Derek Forbert. But you gotta say... In the former battle of the, of in the battle of former LA Kings, there we go. There's some proper English for you, but I do have to say, I do feel bad for Jake Muzzin and Jack Campbell. Jake Muzzin got hurt in Game Six, couldn't go in Game Seven. That was a tough blow for the Maple Leafs, and of course they lost Tavares in Game One as well. I don't want injuries to be an excuse for them though, but if you're a Leafs fan. And you're blaming Jack Campbell? You're not a Leafs fan. Go check yourself at the door right now. Because Jack Campbell was your best player in that series. Yes, the first goal wasn't great. But he was your best player in that series. He gave you fucking everything in that series. Leafs fans playing Jack Campbell? Get out of here. He was one of the best players, if not the best player for the Leafs in that series. The Leafs offense didn't show up in that series. And now if you're the Leafs, do you trade one of your core pieces? They got big cap hits. My favorite stat was that Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews, their combined $22 million cap hit. They had more penalty minutes between the two of them than goals. They had one penalty between them. Two penalty minutes. One penalty between them. Two penalty minutes. And that was more than goals they had. They just didn't show up this series. They didn't. And now the Maple Leafs have to question themselves. What are they going to do now? Are they going to stay the course? Do they have to trade a, a key piece? Do L.A. and Toronto make a deal somewhere along the line? Because they have a great relationship. Do you see... What do you think? Do you see a big piece of the Leafs getting traded out? Like, it's hard to trade one of their big pieces with those contracts as well. Very hard. Jack Campbell's their goaltender. Because Freddie Anderson's a free agent, and I don't think he's going back. Very interesting days for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Could you see one of the big guys being sent to L.A.? It's It could happen. It's a very, very interesting debate going on in Toronto right now. But Montreal moves on. Tyler Foley off to the Elite Eight as they take on the Winnipeg Jets in the second round. And as we just look at the second round as well, Boston and the New York Islanders are tied at one game apiece. Going into game three. Going back to Boston. Or New York. I don't remember which one. Going back to New York, New York I believe. And. And. 
The Tampa Bay Lightning are up two to nothing on the Carolina Hurricanes. Which, man, you you ought to feel bad for the Carolina Hurricanes a bit. You have to. You just have to because this is why. They've outplayed Tampa in the series. But Tampa, they know how to win now. I was listening to this on the local radio today. They know how to win now. They know how to They know how to outshoot you, outscore you, and they know how to grind out wins now. Look at the game that last year when they won the cup. It was a two nothing win against Dallas. They grinded it out. And they know how to do that now. And they they're doing this against Carolina. Carolina's been the better team. And Tampa snuck out two 2-1 wins because they grind. And they know how to win those tough, gritty playoff games now. And Andre Vasilevsky is playing great as well. I'm leaving that in, by the way. Because you guys deserve to hear when I mess up like that. He's been playing great. And like Carolina's been the better team. Every stat Carolina is better in. Like, they've outshot Tampa. It's like, Carolina's been better in every stat except for the score. And now Tampa is up in the series 2 to nothing, going back to Tampa. And people kind of thought, this is the Hurricanes here. And now, I don't know about that. Going, You're down 2 nothing, going back to Tampa. That's a tough building to play in against a very, very good team. And Tampa looks like they're on a course to go back to the Cup Finals again. They do. They do. Also, Colorado still up two, uh, one nothing. Sorry, on Vegas game two is happening tonight. Just before I'm recording, just before the game, and like Colorado's running away with that series. I know, like it was only one game, but man, they dominated that game. They were just were so goddamn good in game one. McKinnon can put it into another gear like crazy. It's un. Unbelievable. So let us know what you think. What are the final four going to be? Again, Montreal, Winnipeg starting tonight or last night as you're listening to this. Colorado and Vegas. Colorado up one nothing as of right now. It'll be different when you listen to this again. Tampa up 2 nothing on Carolina. And Boston and the New York Islanders tied at one apiece. Who's going to be in the final four? Let us know. Tweet at us at the Kingston. T-H-P-N. And with all that being said, that's it for this episode, episode 51 of season two. Thank you so much for listening. As always, before we let you go, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review to not only the King's End, but to every other podcast around the Hockey Podcast Network. Because like I said, at the start of the episode, everyone is killing it. Everyone is doing just amazing right now. So go check every other podcast around the Hockey Podcast Network. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the thepn And, of course, we are presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. So don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Or on YouTube, just search the Hockey Podcast Network. On Facebook, just search the Hockey Podcast Network. Or check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content and so much more i hope you enjoyed this episode this was a lot of fun your la kings picking eighth overall eighth overall let us know what they should do with the pick 
and we will be back on Monday for episode 52 of season 2 of the King's Head. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the play of hockey. Enjoy the nice weather. Stay safe. Wear your mask still if you want. Get vaccinated if you want. And we'll talk to you on Monday.